Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady back today talking about onboarding and orientation with our special guest, Barry Ackerman. Thanks for coming back, Barry. Thanks so much, Wendy, for having me. Great to be here. Hey, what are the worst things that ever happened? No names, please. No company names, no human names. But in general, what's the worst thing that can happen with a poor onboarding experience? Well, I'll tell you something that is a real life story did not happen to me. Um, I won't give any identifying uh, information, but there was an employee that was hired by a a smaller company and it was a new position for the company. They weren't replacing someone with a new position. They were trying to get into a new, trying to fill a new focus. And they hired this person. And um, I, I actually joined the company a couple of months after that person did. And I went to, he, he was sitting in the conference room, this person. And I went in and I just started talking to him. He didn't have an office because they didn't have an office room. He was in the conference room. That was his base. But that was the least of the issues. He had nothing to do. <laughs> they basically told him, go sit in there and figure it out. Figure what out? I don't know. You're supposed to figure it out. The guy sat there. I mean, the company paid, I don't know how much salary they paid to this guy to do nothing until they got their act together. And he felt like an idiot. Like, I'm here. They're paying me to be here. They have no idea what they want me to do. There's only so much, you know, yes, I'm a smart person and I can figure certain things out, but without any direction at all, what do you want from me? Right. Um, so that was just... I mean, it was it was painful to watch from from a lot of different from from a lot of different perspectives. You know, go bad for the employee, go bad for the company because they kind of you know they hired him for a reason. They wanted to go into a certain area, but they had no idea how to do it, um, and didn't couldn't even communicate like what his you know, where he should go. You know, any kind of focus, any kind of goals. Um, it, it was just painful. Yeah, and and the you know. <clears throat> unfortunately I've seen this happen many times too employers get excited or desperate and they say we want to get this person in right now before they they go work for somebody else or we want to get them in let's just start them it's like hey calm down everybody you can give them an offer and say but we we can't have you start for a month so don't resign from your other job yet you know like it's called communication folks um you know, and then a lot of times you'll get an owner or whoever say, just hire them and let's get started. And then the owner forgets to tell people that they even hired them and and somebody shows up. I have that happen to clients when they're beginning to be my clients, not when they're ending being my clients. They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we just have new hires show up and there's been no communication whatsoever from one department to another. I know a lot of HR people, um, usually when I just start doing audits and working with companies that they'll be like, yeah, we just have new hires show up and no one even told us. So HR is the one that gets the slack because the new hire thinks it's the HR person's fault that they're not ready for the orientation and onboarding, which is really just paperwork at that point in time. (laughs) And so folks, please don't embarrass your organization. When we have this thing called social media, Anybody can post anything on social media, whether it's true or not. And usually, you know, all those reviews, like the Indeed reviews, there's so many platforms that you can do company reviews on. People usually don't go to them because things are going well. 
<laughs> no, they don't usually. They usually go, you know what? I got something to say. And then they see all these other negative things on there and then they, they explode. Um, side note here as well, I would say, uh, be careful how you're addressing them. If you find out that if it's a current employee who is doing negative uh, feedback and negative reviews on your company, whether it's regarding onboarding or something else, because the fact that they're they're taking the time to to write that, you know, actually does mean they care. It just means they're also so upset enough about it that they're over it, but they're still taking your paycheck. So, right. um, you know, if I was your cons HR consultant or Barry, we'd be like, hold on here, time out. Let's not penalize the employee for speaking up. Let's penalize the entire management team for not being uh, for not being the, the management team that these employees feel they can go to safely and say, hey, we got issues here. And right. again, yeah. you're going to go after the symptom or you're going to go after the source. Yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put it. You're going to go after the symptom or, or the or the source and the result. Now, talking about the source of the result still doesn't fix the symptom. And so, again, what I would really, really, you know, ad, um, advise is just, you know, get out a spreadsheet. I don't care if it's a piece of paper or chalk and a board, just take a picture of it later. Just say, here are all the things that are uh, necessarily to work in our company. It's usually all these forms, background checks, all that stuff. And then here's the gazillion things they need to be trained on to be, you know, super successful. I wanted to read real quick a, a quote from Gallup and it talks about training employees. Um, I don't care if you have 20, 30 years experience, every employee still needs to be trained. Taking the time to train new employees and make them feel at home makes them feel more committed and it includes, uh, increases their chances of staying with the company longer. According to Gallup, there's a correlation between the number of engaged employees and a variety of outcomes, including people staying, people being absent less days, um, better customer reviews and customer evaluations, better safety records, which is super, super important and expensive because if you have horrible safety records, your workers' comp is probably going to drop you. Um, and then right. in most states, it stays, you know, that that um, increased cost in workers' comp stays for a couple of years. Uh, it also, Gallup also correlates higher engaged employees, which means training, which means proper orientation and onboarding for new hires to higher profit rates as well. You know, if you are sitting here today listening and going, how am I going to convince my company of this? That's what you need to talk about. Because if you if your CEOs, your CFOs, your C-suite doesn't seem to care, and I'm not saying they don't, it's just that they have other things going on. But if they don't seem to care about people's feelings, I can assure you they care about profit and revenue. <laughs> yes, they do. And, and that's why I love going to, um, you know, Gallup and other, you know, really big resources that, that they've already done the research. Just be careful, folks, when you are comparing, like, say, for example, a Gallup survey um, to your organization, make sure it's appropriate for your industry. And if it's not, then go and find a survey that is done maybe in your state and or your industry or both so that your executives will actually listen to you. What about, you know, um, what about lawsuits? If orientation goes wrong? Um, I mean, it's like we've talked about, you know, someone could say something wrong without meaning to maybe. Um, and, and, you know, that could be a lawsuit, you know, like we, we said, whether it's a sensitivity or just someone thought they were, you know, being welcoming to the new person. And all of a sudden, you got yourself a big mess. Right. 
or or uh, you know another thing could be since we have so much you know um uh, racial discrimination and even sexual harassment and, and uh, gender identity uh discrimination going on it may not at all have been the intent but that your manager said i properly onboarded and trained these three people over here um, who happen to be white males, not to pick on white males, sorry, Barry, but, <laughs> and then, you know, basically then, then they got busy and they say, oh, well, this guy that's coming in, um, now he's got experience somewhere else. So that his training is not necessary. Just throw him in and he fails and he happens to be not a white male, uh, maybe not a straight white male right there is grounds for a lawsuit, not only from, you know, the employee, but from the EEOC too. And so I have helped a few employee uh, employers who, when they were about to do layoffs, which is the opposite of what we're talking about, I go, give me all your stats first. And they unintentionally were laying off people that were of you know protected classes, but that was not the reason they were doing it. So folks, it's not always intentional. A lot of times discrimination is unintentional. And that's yes. where somewhere like Barry could come in to help you. That is so true. That is so true. Like you said, with no intent, no intent at all. Again, people are overwhelmed. People are busy. But these things do happen. Yeah, it absolutely does. And it, it, it's unfortunate. Um, and now that we are, you know, in this virtual and remote world, which we're going to talk about in our last session here quickly. But now that we're in this uh, remote and virtual world, uh, we are we HR business owners, managers, leaders, any kind of team supervisor. If you're supervising somebody in a different state, now you suddenly have to know all the laws of that state too. So we're going to talk about that in a minute when we come right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.